When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. March is here and the madness has officially begun. It's time for you to shoot your shot and score big on the nonstop action with my bookie. Predict winners in each round of the MyBookie Bracket Contest for a chance to win a Bitcoin, a Doodle NFT, currently valued at over $50,000, and over $100,000 more in cash prizes. Whether you're filling out multiple brackets, betting the national championship winner, or simply looking for player and game props, MyBookie has you covered. Sign up today with MyBookie and use promo code BOUNDS to make your first deposit, earning a free entry into the My Bracket Contest. Selections for the bracket will officially begin on March 13th and close March 17th at noon Eastern. So make sure you get your deposit in now with Bounds to secure the free entry. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with MyBookie. Support for the show comes from MyBookie.ag. Get a free entry in the MyBookie Bracket Challenge by using promo code BOUNDS at MyBookie.ag. Press the button, my friend. The Out of Show is live, live from the Whiskey 61 Lounge in the Bank Plus Studio. Check, check, check it out. All right, good morning. Welcome in. Out of Bounds, ESPN 105.9 The Zone. We're live in the Bank Plus studio. The show is brought to you by Mack Hike and Flowood. Visit MackHikeFlowood.com. You're looking for your next truck or SUV. Load it up with inventory right now. Mack Hike in Flowood. MackHikeFlowood.com. We welcome in our friend Jeff Duncan, NOLA.com. Columnist, Saints, Louisiana. Insider. And we want to talk a little uh, Arch Manning and then get into some NFL with Jeff Duncan. Jeff, good morning. How are you? Oh, I'm doing good, man. How are you doing? I'm doing great. I'm doing well. We're we're kind of monitoring this Arch Manning deal. Uh, you were really the first one out of the gate um, to do a pretty in-depth story on Arch Manning uh, last year with The Athletic. Now you're with NOLA.com. And... 
Uh, you've been covering this family for a long time. Uh, what do you think the timeline is, Jeff, for the decision? Well, it's definitely changed. I can tell you that. I know when they first entered into the recruiting process, they wanted to have this done right around now. Uh, and I don't think it's going to get done anytime soon because I think the shifting landscape in college football, bow is really – I think the Mannings as a family are pretty cautious and they know this is a huge decision. And with the way things change in college football these days from year to year, I don't think they want to rush into a decision and then have to maybe backtrack if there's some kind of coaching change on the horizon. Uh, they, they, they've always believed, I remember Archie telling Peyton Manning, once you make your decision, that's it. You know, you commit to a school we're not going to change our minds. And I think they don't want to go through that process in case there's some kind of change with one of the schools. So I don't think we'll see anything done maybe till, till the fall, or maybe it could go all the way through to this time next year. Uh, if they don't feel like they have a clear uh, idea where, where Arch wants to go. Wow. That would be wild. Um, all right. So we had your colleague on and friend Mike Dettelier last week. Dettelier said it's a four-horse race. Georgia, Bama, Ole Miss, Texas. He kind of felt like Clemson had lost their footing or their mojo, so to speak. Obviously, as you know, Dabo got raided as far as his staff. People are wondering if they'll take a step back and so on. Uh, do you believe that it's a four-horse race? And then, oh, and then Florida thinks that they may can get in this thing, depending on the timetable. Where do you think it is right now, Jeff? Yeah, I would agree with Mike. Uh, I think Clemson has definitely uh, fallen out of the race. I don't think they are in the mix at all now, and I think it's wide open still among those four schools. And it wouldn't shock me to see another school come into the mix, but they'd have to make up a lot of ground. Uh, Arch Manning has developed really strong relationships with the schools involved, um, and and I really believe – it would take something Herculean to happen to, to reverse that course among those four schools. Uh, but they are definitely taking their time on this. I, I know they wanted to to wrap this up around this time of year so they could be fair to the schools involved that weren't, that were, that they didn't pick. In other words, they could move on to, to another quarterback prospect. They were very conscious of that. They also felt like by Arch's commitment, it would help them, perhaps create some momentum for that school in the recruiting process. And I know that was something that Arch wanted to do. He wanted to be able to commit to a school and then start recruiting peers. Uh, but because of the way things changed, I mean, just look at what happened at LSU this past year, uh, what happened at Notre Dame, uh, coaches leaving, bolting for other situations, Southern Cal. Uh, I think that kind of gave them a little cold feet because they don't know what's going to happen. What if Nick Saban were to retire, say, next, after this next season, and they committed to Alabama? Uh, all those things are factored into this e equation for the Mannings right now. Okay, so you've got uh, three young coaches in Kirby Smart, Lane Kiffin, and Steve Sarkeesian, and then you've got Nick Saban, who's 70, right around 70 years old. It's That's an interesting play there now do you think there's a favorite right now or do you think that uh 
you know, all things are even and they're just gathering information and, and going to go through the process to at least, like you said, probably summer at the earliest, but it could bleed into uh, the fall or December signing day. Yeah, I don't think there is. No, I, I think each school has, has done a good job of recruiting him. I will say that talking to the people involved, uh, they all understand this is a unique recruitment with the Mannings, the coaches that is and have handled it differently, I think, than other recruitments. They know that the Mannings kind of run the show there, and they have respected that. And uh, so no one has – in other words, no one, Bo, has has done a poor job or, or cost themselves a chance in Arch Manning. Uh, I know Texas has recently, I think, uh, agreed to bring in David Cutcliffe into the program as an analyst. I think that was a very smart move, and I think that was done definitely – with Arch Manning in mind, knowing the Manning family's comfort with David Cutcliffe. So I don't know if that gives them a leg up or not. I have not had anybody say that. I know that of all the people that have been recruiting Arch Manning, Steve Sarkeesian is the one that he's become closest to uh, during the process. But Texas's struggles on the field cannot be overlooked, and I'm sure it's something that's being factored in in the Mannings. They, they want to win and win at a high level, and they want to prepare Arch Manning for the next level. And uh, so they it's not just relationships. It's, it's also campus life. I mean, they they, they want to make sure that this is as close to an ideal experience as possible. So how do you see this playing out now that it's a totally different day and age? Uh, Peyton didn't red shirt because of injuries. So he, but he played four years. Um, Eli played five. He red shirted. And, and didn't even start his redshirt freshman year, and then, as you know, started his last three years. Uh, because of the shift in what we see now with juniors leaving, do you expect him to just play three years and head out to the NFL, or it's way too early to make that call? I think it's too early to say, to be honest with you. I think whatever situ- you know, the situation is going to dictate that Bo, I mean, he might go into a place ideally where they have a, say, a junior quarterback that's prepared to start that seat, uh, Arch's freshman season, and Arch can come in, sit behind him for one year, learn, and then take over the program, you know, his sophomore season. Uh, I could see that definitely happening. Uh, but I don't, the way, way this thing works these days, uh, most of these programs recruit on three-year cycles at quarterback, and they expect a, an elite recruit like Arch Manning to be there for three years and, and move on. And if there's anybody that's ever been programmed to, to become a, an NFL quarterback in three years, it's Arch Manning. So I would think that it would take something. You never know, though, right? Circumstances, injuries, uh, you know, there's just all kinds of crazy stuff that happens. It's hard to say, but if he gets to a college – and excels early, uh, he's going to be on the fast track to the NFL. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. 
Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, forward, limited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Jeff Duncan, NOLA.com on the Bucked Up Energy Drinks guest line, talking Arch Manning out of Newman High School in New Orleans. Uh, a lot of people believe that it's down to four schools, Georgia, Bama, Ole Miss, and Texas. But as Jeff shared with us, uh, looks like they will uh, move it back as far as the decision. Uh, so you, here's what I'm picking up from you. You're thinking maybe at the earliest this summer because they're going to continue to work through the process with, like you said, so many job openings and so much shifting around within the landscape of college football? Yeah, I think so. I mean, we'll have a better read, I think, once they get through the spring here. Uh, I think that it's going to be critical, this spring recruiting period. Um, but I do think they would like to do it as early as they can. Uh, you know, they want to do it early, but they also want to be cautious as they go forward. Uh, but they understand, uh, you know, it, the days of Peyton, if you remember, Bo, Peyton committed right before signing day, way back in, in you know, when he committed, it was uh, it was just a different world. Recruiting's different now. Um, most of these schools would like to lock up their prospects a year early so they could move on to other recruitments and, and start recruiting players around that, that prospect. Uh, but because of this unique situation with Arch, and, and because they – they are so cautious and careful in trying to make the right decision. And because no one's really emerged, I think, to the front of the pack, I think they're, they're smart. They're going to take their time until they, they feel like they have the right answer. Even though Saban's 70 years old, Dettelier said don't count out the, uh, the best closer in the history of college football. Do you agree? Yeah, oh, I would never count out uh, Nick Saban. I mean, the fact that he came over here and – was that at one of Arch Manning's basketball games, sitting in the stands? That tells you uh, what he thinks of Arch Manning. And and you know what you've got in Alabama. They're the one school where you know there's – the only question would be is if Saban were to retire. But you know what you're getting there. I think uh, the other schools have question marks a little bit. George, obviously, great momentum with Kirby Smart, and he's done an incredible job. He was actually at the – the game I was at, uh, the football game where, where Arch Manning played, and uh, he personally came over and flew over for that for that game. So you can see that when head coaches are making flights uh, in the junior year of a prospect, personally recruiting, it just shows you how important a recruit Arch Manning is. And you and I have talked about it before. It it goes beyond the the football part of it. I mean, you get Arch Manning, you get everything that comes with the Manning brand. You're going to have the Manning family in a suite on CBS on a Saturday afternoon game. Your your program suddenly becomes uh, a different profile, and it comes with the cachet of the Manning family. Uh, it could it can it can vault your program into a whole other uh, stratosphere, and that's why a school like Ole Miss or Texas, if they can land him, suddenly I think changes their trajectory in the rebuilding jobs those coaches are doing. Yeah, I don't think there's any question about that. Uh, Jeff Duncan, NOLA.com on the Out of Bounds show. All right, let's switch gears. I uh, wasn't going to hit this, but it happened uh, before we get into some NFL discussion. Um, Jawan Howard strikes 
Greg Gard, John Howard's the head basketball coach. I'm sorry, the assistant coach. Um, Juwan Howard's the head coach at, at Michigan, and you saw it, and they got into it, uh, a brawl after the game. Do you think that uh, Juwan Howard gets a lengthy suspension, or do you think that Juwan Howard loses his job? I think he's definitely going to be disciplined. I think he has to be suspended for a certain amount of time uh, because, first of all, this isn't his first incident. It's not his first transgression, right? He got into it with Mark Turgeon in Maryland and got ejected from the game for an incident. So we have a recurring pattern of behavior here uh, that Jawan Howard has to address if he wants to continue being the university. This is the University of Michigan, Bo. This isn't Eastern Michigan. Uh, this is a big-time program that really prides itself on, you know, the Michigan brand. Uh, we've all heard it, the Michigan, you're a Michigan man. Uh, so I think they'd have to act. Uh, I know people are saying that the Wisconsin coach guard was, you know, the insider here. But if you watch that incident, in my opinion, you can go either way on the initial part of it. But once they got separated, there was a, there was a, Juwan Howard was back being held back and he went back in and took a swing at a coach to me that there's, that's where he loses any, uh, credibility in trying to argue that, that, that somebody else inside it because the thing had kind of been broken up and then he went back in. True. Uh, so to me, in my opinion, um, you know, he's got to be disciplined and I don't think he needs to be fired. That, that's my opinion, but it wouldn't shock me if he was fired because he already had a, a similar incident in, against Maryland. Did you happen to watch the post post game presser where he didn't even show any remorse or apologize? Yeah, I did see it, and and I thought that was, you know, just ridiculous. And and I, I mean, the the problem here is you're you're a leader of men in that role, right? You're trying to teach uh, these young student athletes how to conduct themselves, and how to carry themselves, and uh, they're getting the wrong lessons from Juwan Howard in that situation. I know he's going to say, "Hey, I'm backing my guys. I'm standing up for my guys," because what he thought was a timeout at the end or something. Uh, but there's a certain way to do that, and he certainly didn't do it in this incident. Jeff Duncan on the Bucked Up Energy Drinks guest line. All right, let's talk Sean Payton. Y'all, uh, Sean Payton had a dinner a couple of weeks ago with all the New Orleans, New Orleans Saints media. Uh, you were there. Um, this is so unheard of because guys, usually, even if they have success, they're usually run, fired. It just... They don't get to call their shot like Sean did in New Orleans. And, of course, he was the first to win, win big, win the Super Bowl. Uh, what was it like? Because you've talked to us. You, you obviously you know, wrote the book, Peyton and Breeze. Great book behind the scenes on the Saints dynasty and the offense. Um, and you're, I guess the way to put it is you're close to Sean for media coach. But there's been times where he's been mad as hell at you, too. Um, what was it like? to do something like that because I doubt even with all your experiences you've done you've had that experience Jeff it's time for today's lucky land horoscope with Victoria Cash life's gotten mundane so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to lucky land you know what they say 
Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Well, it was definitely unusual, but I think it was unusual because of Sean's longevity here. Uh, the fact he'd been here 16 years. I mean, it's a pretty unprecedented situation, Bo, to where there were a number of people in that room that had relationships with Sean Payton that had known him for years. You don't get that chance when it's two or three years. None of us have a a dinner with Stan Van Gundy when he was one and done, right? You know, it just doesn't happen. So because Sean felt the need that this was kind of a closing chapter on his life and his career, uh, he wanted to um, he wanted to break bread with the locals and, and spend some time, and he he did. I mean, it was, he was there five and a half hours, and we told stories and we roasted him, told some great confront our best confrontation stories with Sean Payton, and he, he <laughs> ate it up. He loved every second of it, and. Um, and so we, we had a really good time, and I think it shows. I mean, I think sometimes the fans see a coach, uh, you know, maybe lash out at a media member or say something about a media member, and they think there's, uh, you know, animosity there. With Sean Payton, he would always get over it, and most coaches do, frankly. Uh, you hash it out, you move on, and uh, he really got so much better in dealing with the media as his career went on. He understood what was important and what wasn't. I mean, he used to call us and go off on headlines in, in the Times-Picayune, <laughs> you know, just crazy stuff. And, and he learned that's not what's important uh, in winning and losing. And, and it shows you how we're all in it, right, Bo? You're much better at your job now than you were when you started. Uh, I'm much better as a columnist, I like to think, than I was when I used to write some of these, I call them scorched earth columns, you know, just napalm people. <laughs> You learn to be a little more nuanced, have your voice a little more controlled. And I think he learned. Uh, he came in trying to change a culture and an environment here, and it took some very tough decisions and some tough stances on things. But once he got the culture and got the success and, and had a track record, he relaxed a lot more and, and learned what was important. And I think dealing with the media was one of those things. I, you know what I think is so cool, and we need a lot more time, but what I think is is – is one that you and Sean and others could mix it up and he could get super ticked and go off. But like you said, um, eventually hash it out and move on. I don't find that's always the case with college coaches, Jeff. Um, I mean, you know, I've, I've been very, we have an opinionated sports talk radio show. So over the years, I've had a ton of sec coaches come through, especially the state, the big three, and I find that a lot of times the co- I, I get the sense the college coaches can't flush it maybe as not easily, but uh, like some of the professional pro uh, coaches can. Do you have you experienced that too, Jeff? Yeah, look, I think that's a really good point. I think it kind of goes from 
I think it's all subjective individually, but I do think I will agree with you 100%. It's one of the things I like best about Sean Payton was, and maybe this just comes with security, right? You're secure. You know you're good at your job. You have confidence. You know you're safe. So you can you can be willing to admit when you're wrong or or be willing to uh, back down from a confrontation. I think Sean learned that as he was more successful in his career. One of my favorite things about him was his ability to uh, you know poke fun at himself, to uh, admit when he was wrong. I mean, he talks at length about Rob Nikovich and how he tried to move Rob Nikovich to long snapper early in his career and what. You know, the guy ends up being a multi-time pro bowler as a defensive end edge rusher and got out the building to New England. He he will admit those mistakes like that. And that goes a long way in the locker room, goes a long way with your coaching staff and obviously with the media that covers him. Uh, and he'll call, he'll say, hey, I had a bad call there. It was a terrible call. I, I, I hurt my team. I didn't make it easy for my quarterback. Uh, not enough coaches do that. And I think that's probably because there's so much at stake, right. so much money on the line. They they are always in fear of losing that golden goose, right? He had as much job security as you can have in the NFL outside of Belichick because the franchise had never won and he won so big and won the Super Bowl, which I think enabled him to do what you just walked us through, both with the media and um, acknowledging you know some of the swings and misses. All right, uh, I think he's going to be exceptional on TV. Jeff, I know you know him a lot better. It would be wouldn't it be crazy if we get an Al Michaels, Sean Payton on ESPN because they're both free agents right now? Yeah, I, look, I, I think he's going to end up in LA wherever he's at. I think he's going to end up living in LA. I don't know that for sure, but I just get the feel talking to him and, and talking to people around him. His daughter's you know living out there right now. I think he wants to be closer to her. I think he likes the lifestyle. He's told me he really wants to get back in shape. He said the way he coaches, the, you know, you read it in the book, Bo. I mean, they're there till two thirty, three a.m. every night. It's incredible. It's difficult. It's difficult to eat well. It's difficult to to maintain a proper, healthy lifestyle in that environment. He knows that, so I think he's looking forward to getting back in shape, kind of personally uh, resetting the the button and then recharging his batteries. And I think he'll get back into coaching, but I don't think it's a 100% sure thing that he does. He could end up being Bill Cowher or, or Jimmy Johnson and just being happy doing TV. Mm. But I just knowing him, I think he's wired to compete. And I think something's going to present itself that intrigues him down the road in coaching, and, and he's going to get back into it. Yeah, you heard it there. Jeff Duncan said Sean Payton to the Dallas Cowboys after next year. So we'll get that on the record. <laughs> And we'll keep on moving. Jeff Duncan, NOLA.com, wrote the super book, Peyton and Breeze, the men who built the greatest offense in NFL history. And I actually think the book's already good, really good, but I think it's got more juice now that both Peyton and Breeze um, have retired. Jeff, thanks so much. We'll talk. uh, I've got a lot more to get to with you, but we'll talk again soon. All right, Bo. Thanks for having me on, buddy. Thanks, bud. Jeff Duncan, author, Peyton and Breeze, the men who built the greatest offense in NFL history. You know, Jeff mentioned uh, Sean's schedule. We all know that they grind, but when you read the book, it just jumps out at you. I mean, Sean's there from 6 a.m. to 2 in the morning. And uh, I know I've gone over it again and again. It's just 
Wow. It's incredible how many hours they spend at the uh, – and look, some of the assistant coaches mentioned going and working for other guys, and it wasn't like that. You know? So, hell of a book. And that's the latest on Arch Manning. Maybe uh, not making a decision until the summer, fall, or right at December signing day. That'll be wild. Down to the final four, Bama, Ole Miss, Georgia, and Texas. Can another team jump in? We're live in the Bank Plus studio. Hour number three coming up. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.